This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome, guys, to the first Freedom Fighter podcast of 2022. Couple of weeks in, and uh, already, and uh, so I'm sharing a, a message uh, for the first of the year that I'd shared with a group. Uh, a friend of mine runs a charity down in the air called Broken Chains, and I shared a message about creating a clean heart within me. So I pray this deeply encourages you. It uh, gives you a message, a, a real depth and uh, hope and inspiration as we begin this new year. Great to be with you all this morning. Ah, I'm blessed, man, I'm telling you. Uh, I've got a free course breakfast. <laughs> Charles sent a message out last night about, you know, you need a, you need, you know, come, what better start can you have than, than having been filled up with a word in the morning? <laughs> So I've got a free course breakfast. So anybody for a for starters, I <laughs> so this this came into my heart. This is Paul in, in Romans chapter one. Yeah, my yum yum. And uh, thank you, Debbie. The bagpipes are playing. I love that. There's a seed and brave heart. That the, the when Wallace's dad dies and and that uncle Argyle comes and they're playing the outlawed tunes and outlawed pipes. And, and and it's their way of saying this is outlawed, but we are we are celebrating his life by playing these tunes. And as I, I remember a woman uh, came over from Elizabeth Hawker, her name was, and she says the sound of the Scotland has been stolen. She she was playing playing. She was an American Indian background, and she was so so um, you know and you know passionate about the sounds of our people. And, and, you know, she was saying about the sounds of Scotland and how important it is. And that part of that movie, you know, it's drumming up the sounds within our hearts that have been, that have been lost and, and have been ignored and have been, in, 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 you know, enslaved, trapped and caged in ways. You know, and to me, that, that's what it's saying. It's bringing, out the, bringing the sound, bringing the beat back to the heart. I want my heart to live. I want my heart to be alive. And uh, so... I'm utterly privileged to be saying what Paul says here in Romans chapter 1. I get to tell you what God has done for you. That, that's what he's saying. I'm longing, I'm, I'm uh, you know, so desiring to come, uh, you know, to, to see you, yearning, so that I can tell you what God has done for you. And he said this, uh, just as a wee, a wee, a wee starter, um, you know, that he wanted to come to the, 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 those people so that he may impart some spiritual gift that would help them grow strong in the Lord, right? Which he does. He also wanted to come and encourage them in their faith, but also that they would encourage him in his, right? So this morning I'm, I'm listening to you guys encouraged, encouraged by your heartfelt prayers, encouraged by your passion and hunger to, to, to hear from God, and, and praying for others. It's great. Um, so, Paul's saying here, I long to impart, right? This word means to make info known. It's to make information known. 
It's to pass something on. It's to transmit and spread something. Johnny Cash sings a song and he says, The gospel ain't gospel until it is spread. <laughs> right? The good news, by the way, is no good news if it's no spread to others. It's good news to me, but see the, the joy that other people get to hear, disseminate the information, transmit the information. If I don't know, I can't do any better until I know any better. Remember John 8, 31, 32, Jesus speaking to the Jews who believed in him. He says, eh, if you abide my word, if you continue in it, persist in it, apply your life to it, then you're my disciples indeed. He goes, and then you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. He goes, you know, until we know the truth, you know, we, 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 we can't do any better until we know any better. So, uh, sharing with each other, receiving for God, is so, so important. And Paul was expressing this by saying, I long to impart, I yearn and desire to impart some spiritual gift that God has given me. Why? He says, I want to strengthen you. I want to establish you. The word establish means to set on a solid foundation so that you'd be steadfast, resolute, been able to stand firm when the storms of life come. So his, his goal was to, to, to impart something. And then he goes, I want to be encouraged. Would you this? Encourage means to give support to somebody. It's to give confidence to somebody. It's to give hope to somebody. It's to hearten them, inspire them, and motivate them, and fire them up. Right? It's also, the second meaning here is to persuade somebody to do or continue to do something. You know, we need encouraged to continue to fight the good fight of faith. We need encouraged to keep pressing on with God when a world is trying to steal, kill and destroy, trying to distract, trying to tempt us. You know, the things, the things that come against us to, to, to divert us and interfere and dis, you know, disturb us, take us off uh, track. It's so important we keep encouraging each other. Do what you know to do. Walk in the light. Keep pressing into God. Keep waiting in God. Keep seeking God. Keep reading his word. You know, these things are so important to encourage each other today. Stirring each other up. And uh, this morning I'm stirred up listening to these We your Bible readings. And how, how that, uh, you know, that cultivation of your inner life. What that does. With, with the f- fanning of the, the flame of your, your spirit into life. You know, so, praise God for that. Um, Luke chapter 12, um, it, it, it's a chapter that, that you know, it, it starts with the parable of the rich fool. Um, you know, it, you know, midway, the part I'm talking about here, midway doing the, the chapter. And then it's talking about possessions. And Jesus challenges the people about, you know, trusting God rather than riches. And, you know, what he's basically saying, the message that God gave me was, it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. This is this is the last wee verse he summarises this full kind of dis, uh, discourse with. Um, your dad takes great pleasure in giving you the kingdom. Right? Paul's saying, I long to impart a spiritual gift. Do you know, it's, it, you know we come here going, um, am I expecting something? It's Jesus said, listen, the world are, are doing this, 
that and the next thing. Trying to trying to get, trying to constantly strive for this riches and that thing. And trusting in these riches. And he says, listen, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek, put this as a priority in 2022 to be rich in your relationship with God. Because it's your father's good pleasure. This means he takes great pleasure in his generosity towards us. Right? You know what the kingdom means? Kingdom, bring the word down, kingdom. It's the, the domain that the king rules. Right? He's saying everything that's within this domain is I long to give to you. All the treasures, all the jewels, all the, the bounty of this realm. I long to give you. The world are seeking after all these other things and chasing, burning themselves out and ending up empty as anything, chasing, chasing uh, the wind. He goes, seek ye first this kingdom. And he goes, all these other things they're chasing will be added. So let's praise God this morning that has has his good pleasure. He is so happy to give us, everyone is, the kingdom. Praise the Lord. So let's empty for some main course now. <laughs> moving on to the moving on to the part. God's given me two things. Stupendous truths. Yes, Matt, bring it on. Two stupendous truths uh, to pass on to you. And uh, so uh, I'm just going to open up with prayer. And asking God that we've got hearts that are ready to receive. Hearts that want to, to, to receive and, and have a, 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 a new new light come in that strengthens, that establishes us. So God, I just worship you. I just praise you, God, for uh, the truth that makes free. Lord, we thank you that, God, each one of these uh, children before us God, before, in this meeting today are your children, your sons and daughters, and you long to impart your kingdom, you every, everything that means into their hearts that they would be strengthened and totally established in you. Their hearts would be established in you. Oh God, so we, we, we thank you for this this morning. God, I just pray your blessing. Oh God, I pray every, every bit of light, Lord, that the spiritual eyes, the, the, the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts that are willing to receive in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, uh, we're going to Matthew chapter 22. Uh, and I'm just quite sure it's just one thing he gave me, but I was so excited reading this. I'm going to share, a, 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 you know, a wee bit of context. Uh, and so, <coughs> don't you just love Jesus, right? Um, he's on a mission. In this chapter, in the back of chapter 21 and 22, he is he is away like Wallace in the movie. I'm going to go and pick a fight. He's heading to the temple and doing things that are antagonising, that are, that, are, that are causing such reaction to these religious, so-called experts. The religious leaders who think they had the, the, the market cornered with the truths of God. Jesus is, is going in, our example, deliberately picking a fight and loosing the cat among the pigeons. Right? He's, a, he's amazing, Honestly. When you think how he rad- re- uh, recklessly, in a sense, comes against the the, re- the religious, the kind of ideas that actually would keep me and you out of 
what God's kingdom is. It is, honestly, you just go, wow. You want to worship him. This is what he was doing 2,000 years ago. He was, he was he, for our benefit, by the way, to, 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 to uh, you know, include the Gentiles, those without, you know, those who, uh, you know, that were, um, you know, no, no connected to God, that they could have, this is what God, like Charles read there from Matthew earlier, nine, that he was challenging, you guys have got it wrong, this is what God desires. So it is, what a blessing it is. And he muzzles the Pharisees and the Sadducees and these religious law, uh, experts of the law by, by you know, astounding them with his wisdom. And he starts with the Pharisees and then he goes to the Sadducees and the Sadducees were Sadducee, I heard a guy say, they didn't believe in the resurrection, right? Now, wait till you I have to say that because it was so exciting to me. It's the first time I've seen this quite in this uh, clarity. The Sadducees were coming to Jesus with their agenda saying, what, what, what? so we don't believe in resurrection, so what happens if Moses said that if a, 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 a man dies and his wife it remains, that brothers to, to, to marry him, so what, imagine he's got seven brothers and they all die and the wife has all these husbands. Who's going to be his hus- uh, the wife's husband in heaven? Try to trick him, try to pass their confusion onto him. And he, he totally, if you read it, he, he, he just exposes this and tells them what it's going to be like in heaven. It's beautiful. But then he says this, which is so exciting. And it's exciting for everyone. He's, he says, he challenges their, their, fault, their, their, their wrong, wrong belief by saying, uh, he quotes Exodus. He says, do you know, remember, God said, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Right? This is Exodus, this is Moses' day. They're all dead, these guys. It's meant to be. But he says, I'm not the God of the dead, he says. He's the God of the living. So he exposed. So these guys that walk with God, they are alive. They're not on earth, but they are alive. So this reality of eternity is something that, you know, what we're sharing in here. That's who we follow. That's what he spoke about is normal. You know, that, that, that's what we've got to look forward to. So it's a great, it's a great um, you know, treasure of the Christian life. That, that as we walk with him, um, you know, uh, you, you know it's, it, we've got an eternity with him. So he comes to the end of the chapter. And uh, because he had muzzled the Sadducees with this, uh, silenced them and the Amplified that says muzzled them with this uh, response... They, they gathered to, to do what Sean was talking about. They were, they were, they were plotting. They, they, they hated him so much. They were conspiring to trick him and trap him. They what he was going to say. So, um, the, the, this uh, expert in the Jewish law says to him, Teacher, which kind of commandment is great and important? What's the, what's the greatest commandment? And he replied saying this, Jesus says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. That's the greatest, the first and most important. The second, he says, is just like it, is, is as equally as important. He says, You shall love your neighbour as you love yourself. And they says, These two commandments, 
basically sum up the uh, the entire law, right? Every every everything from Moses to the prophets. When you do this, you you actually fulfil the fill it, right? So here's the thing God gave me to say. Uh, the you know it just came to me the other day. I heard them say to me, "You only love others the way you love yourself." And I thought, wow, I hadn't heard that quite like that before. You only love others the way you love yourself. Is that not, is that not true? How we treat our own heart is how we treat Abdelsi's hearts. And, you know, if that's the case, it, do you know, Hank, it's absolutely vital we learn to love and accept ourselves better. Um, you know, thinking about this myself, you know, you think of where a lot of our impatience and things that that uh, outburst and different things we, that we, that we are, are fuller sometimes and how we react to others. Where it comes from is how we feel on the inside. I seen this clip in this movie and it just boom just said there it is. It's it's a movie Catwoman. And this woman's under this terrible boss and something's happened to her and she's this wee sub- submissive just people pleaser saying everything she thinks she should say. But her true self was saying no, say that because that's truth. That's right and he shouldn't be doing that to you. And they. Uh, and, 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 and it was a beautiful picture of how, you know, how, it, how how this plays out in our lives. When we care about what other people think too much, how we've been formed, how people see us, and things like that. Uh, you know, that, that, that impacts how we are as people. How we are, what we are able to give to others. Um, I, <laughs> I was writing this down last night and this friend of mine phoned me and basically he basically says he got offended the other night there by somebody doing something that he's free to do but this guy wasn't free to do right this guy was condemned by things that were unresolved within him I'm not going to go too deep but I'm just I'm, I'm just saying Basically what it showed me was, what we allow ourselves is what we give to others. If I'm not allowed out to play, neither are they. That's what we say. Because if I've got this, all this stuff going on inside of me and I, I'm no free, I'm no then letting others be free. If I'm still caring too much about what other people think and all the baggage that I carried from my own, uh, my own you know, b- background, then I, that's where that stuff comes out of. Um, so, as we've started here in, in the, you know, this morning, and the, the words that came out about the healing of the heart and how important that is, you know, God is able to do that. And this is the great news, that when we don't know this, we don't believe for it. And it's a journey. It's no an overnight thing. 
because I, I know in my own experience you can know all the truth, but if it's no if it's no worked out in your own heart, then you're no living in the good of it. You can know the the the, the theory. Um, you know I had this other encounter the other night. Um, I walk I was walking the dog and this this um, neighbour was walking by, and his dog just died that day. And uh, he was he was actually out. Look, I think it was just, you know, this the grief was forty year old dog grief, and he was out and he was he was just looking for somebody to talk to. And he said to me, he says, if I could live again, I would look after myself better. And I appreciated what he said. And then my one of my counsellors, her mum just died. Debbie had talked about it earlier. And so she's been getting counselling herself and they've, they've told her, you need to take time off work. It matters. What's happened here matters. You need time to allow your heart to process it. And, you know, part of loving herself is, you know, is being able to recognise I, I, that, that, that you need this. You need space to allow that to, 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 to heal, to... Instead of just burying it, you know, what we've done uh, over our lives, right? John Eldridge said a beautiful quote, it's tremendous truth. He says, the only thing more tragic than the tragedy that happened to us is how we handled it. Right? And it's like, when we were abused, when we were rejected, abandoned, and all the things that have happened to us, that have formed us and, you know, shaped us, the only thing that's more tragic than that is what we then went on to believe about ourselves. What we went on to accept is okay for our lives. The 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 drugs, the the, the lifestyle, the, the kind of, you know, the things we use to cope with the pain. He says that's the, that's the only thing that's more tragic than what happened to us. Because that then leads to years of the kind of dysfunction that... Uh, and, and no treating our hearts right. No actually saying that, hey, your your heart mattered. Your, the healing of that mattered. And uh, so, and, you know, I look at my own life, you know, I, I, and, I, and, and I know for the work I'm doing with others, looking at the, sh- the, the shame, that, the drivenness, the perfectionism, the fear of failure, and, and, and then that just, how, how I treat my own heart, I have to piece it back. How am I not been getting very good results in my my relationships with others, or my how I'm up bringing my wains up, or how I'm treating my husband or wife, or and you know it, it's pieced back to how we handle our own heart. And Jesus, Hallelujah, wants us as His goal. He says at the beginning, I didn't come to call. Uh, I didn't come to those who are not well. <laughs> I came for those who needed a healer. I came to those who's needing a physician. And not, not just a way to put a wee plaster on your wee cut there. I came to heal the hearts, to restore it. Everything that's been lost, everything that's been broken, everything that's been surrendered through our lives, I came to restore it back. That is his amazing good news. I didn't come, he says, the, 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 uh, the thief comes to steal. The thief comes to kill. The thief comes to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and life in abundance. Abundance overflowing to the full. He's all about life. Abundant life. 
uh, everything God's life touches improves. Everything his life touches is upgraded. It doesn't remain the same. His spirit and his life within us wants to change and transform everything about us and restore back to his what's been lost. And to me, that news is some of the greatest news you can uh, you can hear. Because when you've had special problems, and I believe I had special problems for years, drug induced psychosis. Oh, I'm too, I'm too, I'm, I'm too sick. There's no way I can get, uh, I can change. And it was uh, any wee, any wee thought of you know any wee like uh, truths that come in. I goes, I can't, I can't be for me because I'm too, I'm too much a special case. Can MDS relate? <laughs> you know, you you think I I I've got too many. I, my problems are too special, and then and then and then you realise uh, uh, as you go, uh, uh, the the you know as they walls, as they as they lies, we break agreements with their lies. Life can come in, life can come in to heal. God's life, God's spirit, the resurrection ability comes in to quicken, to raise up, to change, to transform. It is tremendous, tremendous news. Um, so the things, the things that are that has trapped the heart and its ability to love itself, because I'm going, I can only love others the way I love myself. I want to be free from that wee self imprisoned self that's no allowed out to play, and it doesn't allow others out to play. Because I keep telling it, you should be like me. You should be like, oh, I'll pass all this stuff on. It's unresolved issues. You know, I want God, I want that full healing. I want my whole heart back uh, according to your idea of what my heart used to be. I, I I just tell you this, I was on a hill in the beginning of this journey for me and about restoration because I didn't really understand it. I was I worked in forestry for years. I was on a hill in Bar Hill and an ex, uh, a friend, a f- associate of mine, sorry, uh, from Kowinan came on to, uh, to, to work with this company. Now I used to deal drugs for his brother. And I nearly died taking drugs after getting drugs off his brother. So it was quite a, there was quite a, a connection. And um, so this boy had no he'd no faith. He'd no he'd no uh, um, you know uh, um, you know spirituality really. It wasn't his, you know it wasn't his searching seeking kind of thing. But he cried out to me this day and goes, "I'm just not being what I'm meant to be." And I then had this in my heart as I waited and prayed, restore to factory sentence. Right? And I goes, what is, I could have told you what I thought it meant. But when I went back and done a bit of research, I found out that the word means, like with a computer, that everyone were looking at the device, it's to restore it to the manufacturer's original condition for it before the viruses get in that's caused the chronic long-term performance problems. And I goes, is that what you're saying is your will? That all these things that have that have uh, you know that that have get in and have created long term performances, the viruses have got into each heart. God's business is restoring it, and it is. I absolutely believe it, and I stand on it. I pray it. I claim it. I thank God for it. It's His business, and it's the kingdom of heaven is suffering violence, and the violent have to take it before us. That's one of the treasures His kingdom He wants to give us, and we need to believe for it and pray it, pray for it and persist in it. Persistent praying about it. So just quickly uh, to finish, um, what is the answer? Now I had two things to say, and that one was the first thing. The second one was this, creating me a clean heart, right? 
Um, this is Psalm uh, 51. Now the context is David, um, you know, uh, David had sinned. And, uh, you know, he, he cried out to God for God to recreate his heart. <laughs> right? Now, I had this in waiting in prayer. God was saying, God said, put that in my heart. Share, create in me a clean heart. That God, you can supernaturally do this. He wasn't trying to do it for himself. He was saying, God, can you create, recreate in me a clean heart. Now, you look at David here. The context is a man who committed, committed adultery and then murder. And then it was a, a prophet, basically, Nathan, a, a man of God that God used to convict the guy of sin and bring him back to his senses after living in it for nine months of no actually repenting about it. How many people, would, how many times do we need that? <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, 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 the main part was that I saw this for myself, that see the damage that, that we've all caused ourselves because I created my own spirit, uh, drug-induced psychosis, right? It was me took all the drugs, I used to think that. I can't blame God for that. I took the drugs when I was worried about what my mind was like. I, I damaged myself. It was me done it. I, I done the sin. I handled my heart badly. I handled my pain badly. But David says, create, even in the midst of this, create in me a clean heart because of the damage I've done to myself. Can you create in me a heart that's able to love myself? That I'm not under this burden of shame and guilt and for what the abuse, you know, generated in me. He said, cleanse me for how these things have damaged me. Restore back what's been lost and stolen. Purge my conscience for these uh, dead things from my past. Um, and, you know, we had this amazing vision. Charles and a few years were away at, at, at some other. And we were waiting on God and God gave one of us an amazing vision of what he does to our hearts when we wait in quiet before him. And, 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 and it went hand in hand with what we were saying that the most important work that we can do or, or, or are doing was done in the time alone with God. And then he showed us this picture of what he was doing while we were waiting. And he was actually reforming and shaping our hearts as we sat and waited on him. Right? And I, I never saw that before. I didn't know that. So I couldn't believe for it. I, I, I'm now doing these things in faith. When I wait, I'm going, I see you holding my heart. You are shaping it. You're creating a, a clean heart within me. Everything that's in it, in, you know, within it that was causing it, me not to be able to love myself, accept myself, so that I'm able to come from a place of love and acceptance to give others. Because who doesn't? Let's face it. Everything when we in relationship, when we are able to love others well, how great do you feel? How great do you feel when you're parenting well? When you're when you're looking after when you're, when you're relating well with your wife or husband or partner, whatever it is. You know, and that's God, that's what God wants today. He wants to, uh, that's heart of stone, that turn it to the heart of flesh. You know, get, get that new life. Uh, you know, restore it in its ability to hope. 
restoring its ability to, to love. You know, cleanse it from all the corruption of the past. So going into 2022, is that not a tremendous, uh, is that not a tremendous prayer? That God, you took, you done that for David. And you did honour that. Even with all the corruption and the damage that he'd done to himself. But we're asking, can you create in me a clean heart under grace now for the work of Jesus? You did come, not just for, for the righteous, you came to call sinners to repentance. You came to heal those who weren't the well. And I know the lot is, with, with the lifestyle we've been in, it, it's like God, I, I, you know, I don't deserve it. I know I've done this to myself. But I believe you, that you want to heal me. It's your good, it's my father's good pleasure to give you, give me these treasures of his kingdom. So, we'll just finish uh, with, with a wee prayer, if that's okay. And, God, we thank you that it's your job to recreate our hearts. It's not ours. And you're the master physician, as Charles talked about for Matthew 9. The master doctor. And if we let you in, oh God, you, you say that it's my, I, I, as a good father, I long to be generous to you. I long to do these things for you. So I pray that God, every heart, God, there's faith. Because you know, everyone is, whatever, whatever part of the journey we're on, we need it. We all need God. Cleanse my heart, creating it, recreate it, creating me a clean heart. That every bit of debris from the damage, the 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 lies, the the parts that heart, the heart that have been shut off and and locked up, we ask create, recreate, give us that new heart, oh God, that we would go through this new year with such joy, a heart that's fully alive sensitive and, and, and waking up every day like Debbie's saying I'm waking up going wow I can't wait to, to hear more my heart's totally engaged my heart's totally uh, alive with it God so I just pray that for each person that we, we would invite you in and ask you to do that for us each one of us in Jesus name This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighter.life. Until next time, God bless you.